You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. Hello, carnivorous cranial crackerjacks. Welcome to Good Job Brain, your weekly quiz show and offbeat trivia podcast. This is episode 177, and I'm your humble host, Karen, and we are your collectors of creative canvases consisting of cosmopolitan concentration on your canny and crafty commodity i'm colin i'm dana and i'm chris that was from emily and she also i didn't add this in but she also said coming at you from chris kohler's community of connecticut wow Uh, hey there capital and we have listener mail this is from Jim, this is a listener mail from a while ago. Uh, so we did talk about uh, a long time ago. Jerry Orbach, late great actor Jerry Orbach, voice yeah. of Lumiere from Indeed. Beauty and Beast, and uh, Lenny Briscoe from on Law and Order. Order was um, in Chicago on Broadway, I and, believe. And yeah. he was a uh, baby's dad uh, in Dirty <laughs> Dancing. He put her in the corner. Um, yep. So he famously donated his his eyes to to New York um, to to the the bank. Sorry, to the the organ bank. <laughs> Like his literal eyeballs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 John Mulaney famously talked about it in his uh, comedy uh, stand-up. I think one of the questions we had was, you know, for for any of the eye transplant surgery or when you donate or when you receive an eye, how does that work? If you're missing a left eye, can you just shove a right eye? Oh, right, yeah. Uh, Yes. Yeah. Did somebody finally answer this for us? Uh, A couple of people did, but this (gasps) but this guy he is a optometrist in the U.S. Navy. Okay, Jim. He says, there was some confusion if his eyes were able to be transplanted and bring back vision or if the eyes were able to switch positions left to right or vice versa. Uh, I am an optometrist in the U.S. Navy and can tell you that most of the time the cornea is the only useful tissue Uh, from a donated eye. So not the whole eyeball. He says, the cornea can be replaced if someone has had a chemical burn or other disease that causes it to become opaque. Transplanting the retina is at this time impossible. So diseases like macular degeneration and glaucoma Hmm. are untreatable with donor tissue. Uh, As for putting a right eye in the left left socket, (laughs) this is also impossible because of the six ocular muscles and the optic nerve wouldn't line up correctly. I can't say I'm surprised. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm not surprised. I, I, yeah, yeah. So yeah. My, my theory of just flipping it over would would not work. Right. Hopefully, you learn something about uh, eye anatomy and vision. I am yeah. glad we got yeah, a yeah. legitimate answer Thank to that. Yeah, this reminds awesome. me. Did I did I ever tell you the uh, the the one about the guy who uh, lost an eyeball? No. Well, yeah. I probably shouldn't. It's too corny a joke. Uh. Uh. You know, secretly, I love it, though. <laughs> yeah. I also like groaning about it, but it's like, oh, it's a pun. And one more uh, fun, good job brain related fact. Many people wrote in. Um, I didn't know this. Good job brain spirit animal is the beaver. Sure. Uh, we've mentioned many, <laughs> many facts about the beaver. Did you know beavers have orange teeth? No, like like Cheeto colored teeth. Really, like really bright huh. orange teeth. Huh. Um, Makes our man. our graphic design yeah. elements really come together. Yeah. 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 Good job, Rain Orange. Yeah. 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 Color. Yeah. Why, why is this? So that's the thing. Someone tweeted. They eat a lot of Cheetos. They they just yeah. have like photos of it. And the thing is, I took me like a while to like hunt down the reason why they're huh. orange. Like a lot of rodents actually do have orange teeth, but okay. but why? Beavers chew up a lot of wood, and they do a lot of like wood cutting. So their teeth are super strong. And that orange is an outer enamel that it's super, super strong. It's orange uh, because it has uh, iron. Okay. It's like uh, oxide. Or, yeah. Or, uh, so it's it's the the iron compound huh. in that in in that layer of enamel huh. um, that super makes it super strong. Hmm. But so when they're born, they have white teeth, um, and then it grows. And then throughout their lifespan, as they're wearing down the hard orange enamel, then you know, they get it gets lighter. Interesting. Uh, but yeah, bright orange Cheeto teeth. That is okay. just cementing their status as our animal now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, our, yeah. our spirit our is orange. For those reasons yeah. and more. The front end of the animal and the back end is just <laughs> <a> treasure <laughs> trove. Treasure trove of trivia. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Without further ado, let's jump into our first general trivia segment, Pop Quiz Hot Shot. 
And we did this last episode, and I'm going to ask Chris to do it again because just because I get to play. Yeah, right, I don't right, exactly. Play. Yeah, you got to you got to get mixed up in some of yeah. these pop quiz hot shots from time to time. So uh, listen, folks, this is how it's going to go. We've got um, what is you know looking worse and worse every show we use it. Um, <laughs> a, uh, a a book now really just sort of a stack of loose paper <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, out of a 2003 era home game of Jeopardy. However, I, I you know I usually flip through these books and find a, a, a good uh, set of uh, of questions for us. Yeah, a you good cherry category. pick. Uh-huh. I do cherry pick because I want to find something that's funny. Um, however, uh, let's let's just randomize it this time. So, right. Colin, pick a number between two and thirty. 17. Okay, great. Uh, Dana, pick a number between 1 and 5. 2. And uh, Karen, why don't you uh, pick uh, either single or double Jeopardy? Double. Double Jeopardy. All right. Colin, pick another number between 2 and 30. 24. 24. Is this a magic trick? 1 through 5. 2. Oh, 2 again. Single or double? Single. Single Jeopardy. Discretion is the better part of valor. So <laughs> yeah. that gives me a couple of categories for us. So okay. let's find out what they are. Have you doomed yourself? Or Most what? likely. Yeah. Category is it's a big world. It's a big. Oh no! Oh. Excuse me. No, it's, it's not because that's uh, because that's single jeopardy. Oh. So sorry. You don't get Karen. the big world. Uh, oh, oh, it's even better. Okay. Category is let's go online. <laughs> let's wow. log on in 2003. The internet in 2003. All right. This is pre YouTube. Yeah. This is pre YouTube. It is free YouTube. And here it is. $200 question. Your very expensive question. Number one There's no place like this cozy page. The first page of a website. Colin. Oh my goodness. <laughs> what is a home page? The home page. <laughs> In the online world, the abbreviation WWW <laughs> means this. Dana. What is World Wide Web? World Wide Web. <laughs> For $1,200. Yeehaw! It's the world's most popular internet directory. (laughs) What was Yahoo? What was Yahoo? In internet... (laughs) For $1,600. In internet domain name... Sure. .gov stands for government, uh-huh. .net for network, and .org for this. <laughs> Karen. What is organization? What is organization? <laughs> Finally. What else could it be? I, organs. Organ donation. Organ donation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Finally, for $2,000, this type of space is slang for the internet. <laughs> Colin! What is cyberspace? What is cyberspace? Kara <laughs> just lost it over here. Oh. oh my god. Man. That didn't age well. Well, really putting us on the uh, on the cutting edge. Of <laughs> yeah. Time time changes quickly. Free Wi-Fi too. Okay. Man. That's man, that's mom and dad doing AOL bio. Yeah, like they don't <laughs> yeah, know. They, yeah, they don't yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> All righty. And uh, game 24, category 2, single Jeopardy is decor. Oh, okay. Decor. Oh. Probably hasn't changed that much since 2003. Here we go. Okay. Traditionally, hotel lobbies have these potted trees for detectives to hide behind. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Really? For real? It says, <laughs> traditionally, hotel lobbies have these potted trees for detectives to hide behind. Wait a minute. I, I, I think they're being cheeky here. No, what are they? What is? Maybe it's a reference to some. Is it like? I mean, yeah. Um, uh, who was that? That was me, Dana. What is a rubber tree plant? No. Okay. I mean, it's not a palm, right? It's a. Uh, it could be uh, a potted palm. I guess you can grow them indoors. That's your final answer. What, what is oh. a palm? Yeah. Yeah. What is a potted palm? Oh, what? yeah. There you go. It's for yeah. detectives. Hold side. on. It, they're just being Are we cheeky. Look this has to be a pop culture reference. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think, Karen? Karen doing the research on the well, well, World Wide we'll Web. 
<laughs> Karen logging into cyberspace. Are you looking at the most popular? It's web just domain? it's just a clunky. It's, it's just a reference to the Yeah, I think I think it's a trope. Yeah, yeah. Moving right along. I thought oh, it'd be so cool if it was a. Uh, that's if there what, was one hotel that had a you know the, a real story, like mm. they're like, oh, because the detectives need to yeah, hide in the yeah, lobby. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah no. no. Two hundred dollars. Shelves on these chunks of concrete that include bits of coal can lend a collegiate look. Remember, the category is decor. Yeah. Shelves on these chunks of concrete oh. that include bits of coal uh, can lend a collegiate look. Colin. What are cinder blocks? Cinder blocks. Yes. Did not know that. Did not know they were called cinder blocks. Uh, yeah. They have holes okay. in them. I didn't know. But why is it collegiate? Oh, because, because that's what you do in your dorm. You make furniture out of cinder blocks. Yeah. Cinder blocks. Yeah. It's like cinder yeah. block plank of wood, cinder block yeah, plank yeah. of wood. Oh. Then you have your shelves. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think in the late 90s, maybe that was the yeah. thing people did. <laughs> we are doing so bad at single Jeopardy. So I know. I know. Inserted in a window, it's meant to be seen through. As a room partition, it's not. Oh, Dana. What is a screen? What is a screen? Mm-hmm. What is a screen? Indeed. $400. Nationality of designer Arnie Jacobson, or the modern style he helped popularize. Karen. Uh, what a Swedish? No, it is not Swedish. Uh-huh. Sorry. Arnie Jacobson. Arnie Jacobson. Or, is... or the... Uh, what is Danish? What is Danish? Oh, Indeed. God. Indeed. And Close. finally, $500. Okay. It's all tied up. The name of this fixture that holds candles and lamps comes from the Latin for to hide. It was Karen yeah. first. What is votive? No. Chandelier? What is chandelier? Not a chandelier. Candelabra. Not a candelabra. It comes from the... To hide. To hide. To hide. There uh, is a word in English that means, like, hidden away in, and it's very simple. Oh, um... Colin! What is sconce? Yes. What is a sconce? Yes. Oh, yeah. good job! What is a sconce? What is a scone? With yeah. $5,000, $2,000, $3, Colin is the winner. I don't know. I have no idea. I, I wasn't even the, paying attention. The World um, Wide Web. But yes, the world. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, good job, brains. This week, another Colin Felton topic. Yeah, straight straight from the inner workings of my topic brain. <laughs> I was trying, you know, we've talked in the past about a lot of human interactions, and I was thinking the one interaction, what's going on around us? There's a lot of, we got political fighting, there was big uh, mixed martial arts fight. Oh, I was realizing yeah, yeah. we haven't done anything about conflict and fighting. I mean, we've talked Street about Street Fighter weapons. 5 is going to come out. Oh, there yeah, you go. Yeah, yeah. I, I totally meant that as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, Big in my world. I thought we would talk about all kinds of fighting, and it can be anything from martial arts to using your words. So let's fight. When I heard this week's topic was about fighting, I was like, what do I know about fighting? And I was like, you're Not peace loving. <laughs> and then I was like, I just Googled fighters and I saw this thing come up. It's like, why are MMA fighters told not to blow their nose during the fight? And what? I was like, that's what, what I'm going to talk Wait, about. You need to know this. Yeah. yeah. I, okay. First, I did not know that MMA Whoa. fighters are told not to blow. I mean, first the of all, fight? yeah, during the fight, right? Or even between rounds oh, in the just fight. at all. Like, why do you not oh, blow your nose? Okay. 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 All right. Yeah, I wonder uh, if, like, huh. can we guess before you tell us what the real answer is? Sure, yeah. Something about, like, you know, if you get hit and your nose starts bleeding, but you blow your nose, you might lose more blood, so you want to keep all the boogers in there, because maybe they don't <laughs> keep blood in. Or, like, uh, your brain might come out. Okay, that's my... My guess is my guess. it no. makes for bad TV. No. Huh. I, I was going to somewhere between those two, yeah. <laughs> somewhere between it's gross and it's huh. bad for I was thinking, yeah. like, I mean, like, uh, some sort of health, yeah, reason, but... I mean, there's blood all over those matches. I don't know. Yeah. There's blood. So it's basically, it's this. If you get hit in the face a lot, all the veins and the vessels in your face get broken and your <gasps> oh. eye, you know, start swelling a bit. And when you blow your nose, you're pr- putting a lot of pressure you on your veins. Yeah. It's, a, it's called a, um, a Valsalva maneuver. And yeah. that's basically when you like 
hold your nose and, and you blow really hard yeah, in like, there or when you're straight. Yeah. Like when you're trying to pop your ears on an airplane. Yes, yes, right. exactly like that. That puts so much pressure on your veins. And so if you blow your nose and you've had all this damage to your face, uh, what happens? your eye might swell shut. Uh, and so if your eye swells shut, you're I thought like you were gonna at, say, a, oh, okay. yeah. at a, it doesn't come out. It it just, yeah, I thought you were going to say, your eye might just pop it, out. It adds uh, like your your face, all like the little yeah. weakened blood vessel. Oh, like now blood yeah, is yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. So oh, you now, pop all your blood vessels. Now you're like, your, uh, your whole face is swollen and now right. you're a huge disadvantage right, right. Yeah. if you're fighting. And then you gotta be like Rocky where he cuts his eyelid. Yeah. Yep, yep, Wait, yep. what? Yeah. I, I never the watched the movie. Yeah. 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 It was in Rocky 2 maybe? Wait, no, so I think was 1. Was it in 1? Yeah. Okay. So cut me, it's... cut me, yeah. His eye was, it was swollen so shut. He's like, you can't see, Rock. He's like, cut me. He's like, cut it, yeah. So, <laughs> was, so his... that, was, that... that was two fantastic impressions. <laughs> one after the other. You can't see, Rock. Cut me, cut me. It's like, whoa, all right. <laughs> Man of a thousand voices. <laughs> and walk, do walk it now. Do walk it. But yeah. Okay. Yeah. So as so that's, that's why the old rule is don't blow you, your you, nose. In MMA, you... you can pick your opponents and you can pick your nose, <laughs> but don't, but you blow, don't it. blow your nose. <laughs> no. Yeah. One of the things I was uh, researching before I uh, switched gears was uh, the cut man in boxing, um, which is just really. I mean, I'm not first. I'm not a big boxing fan at all, but the the teamwork that goes into making a boxer able to fight, like in Rocky, you know, you get a cut. What do you do? You got to deal with it. So if you guys have ever watched like boxing highlights you know if a guy you know has a cut over his eye or something they'll come to the corner and there is a person on the staff whose job is to deal with cuts and blood Mm -hmm. and they have a couple tools in their arsenal and one of their tools is literally it's just a a hunk a hunk of metal super cooled hunk of steel and they just Put it on your cut to reduce the swelling and help it kind of close up. They'll yeah. put in some chemicals it's like, sometimes. It's like holding your finger under cold water yeah. Yeah. to get the capillaries to, to close up if it, you cut your finger. It's, but called, like, it's called an end swell. Hey. Like, because it ends the swelling. Well, wow. So they have to deal and with... And hopefully everything ends well. They have to right. deal with cuts and they also have to cut you. Y- yes. They might also have to cut you as yeah. well. Yeah. yeah. And if you can't stop the bleeding, you know, the fighter can lose the fight because of that. So it's, you know, you've got right. like... Just well, because it gets all over your eyes, too. I mean, that's the thing, right? Like, it's when you get punched, the friction of your skin, especially in your forehead, like, it rips. Yeah. And you see all the blood covering their vision. I learned this. I think yeah. that's the vision that Dana's talking about that really puts you in a oh, disadvantage. Well, like, if your eye is totally swollen shut, you... No depth You can't perception. open it. You yeah. can't see. You can't I learned. I, mean, I learned. Cutmen will use Vaseline pretty liberally because, like, yeah. it, it makes the skin more elastic, so it won't tear open as much. Oh. I learned uh, mm-hmm. that fighters. You know, you can't do too much because it becomes an advantage. But fighters will put Vaseline in their eyebrows uh, to keep blood from dripping down through their eyebrows. Yeah. It's. It's 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 bloody they need, gruesome they business. Need little little eyebrow visors. Yeah. <laughs> now, of course, oh, invention in professional wrestling. Where sometimes they want to cut themselves so that blood goes all over their face, they will actually, you know, hide, hide a, razor a razor in their yeah. pants and like cut themselves above the eyebrow because like the the there's it's such a thin kind of layer of skin up there that like you get a lot of blood from a tiny little cut. You can get a whole <laughs> and that's control full of blood. Yeah, that's yeah. like for show. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, yep. Little, little goes a long way. Yep. Yeah. That's hard, though, if you feel like you need to blow your nose, but you can't. Oh, oh God. my God. Just, it's yeah. like wanting to sneeze and not getting the sneeze out. It's just so frustrating. Oh. Now I want to blow my nose. I don't uh-uh. know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, I mentioned professional wrestling, so let's just forge on with professional (laughs) wrestling in a segment that I'd like to call... Wrestlers go to the movies. Oh, yes. <laughs> everybody goes this, to the movies. Everybody goes to the movies. Right. I, you know, over the years, many professional wrestlers have starred in feature films. So I'm yeah. going to name the movie. All right. And you are going to tell me of a professional wrestler who starred in said film. All right. Yeah. This is right up Karen's alley. Yeah. It is. It is. Well, I mean, I only follow wrestling for, a, for you know, late 90s or early right, 20s. Right, right, right. Yes. Probably fine. 
in general, these are these are these are films that that starred those wrestlers, or at least or at least featured them in a prominent role, rather than like, oh, this guy who was a professional wrestler is in the background. Okay. Or okay. Some, yeah, like you know, they made they made memorable appearances in these films. Let's just say, recent film, Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, Karen, David Batista. Dave Batista, yes, indeed, oh. and his, his star making turn as Drax. Yes. The he was so good. He was, he was great. Good. He was so good. Yeah. He was good. Mr. Nanny. Dana. Is this Hulk Hogan? This yeah. is Hulk Hogan, yeah. yes. Yeah. Has starred in many a film, uh, but many. was in yeah. Mr. Nanny. And Gremlins. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The Tooth Fairy. Oh. Karen. Uh, this is The Rock. This is The Rock. Yeah. Dwayne, this is Dwayne The, Dwayne the Rock. Rock. Dwayne The Rock. In, in as The Tooth Fairy. G.I. Joe, the animated movie. Oh. G.I. Joe, the, the animated. animated. The animated movie. So was he Colin? a uh, Jesse Ventura. It is not Jesse mm. Ventura. This is a WWE wrestler who was also a G.I. Joe character. Oh. So that's another oh. phrase. Oh. Uh, Dana. Sergeant Slaughter? Sergeant yes. Slaughter. Of course. Indeed. Of course. Wow. Was that a was that a, a partnership between G.I. Joe and WWE I believe so. at the time? Yeah. I'm not exactly. No, WWF at the time. Oh, I'm not yeah. exactly sure how it all worked out. But yes, he was a G.I. Joe figure. Of course. And, right. and right. Yep. Hey, wrestler. The Expendables. Oh, which one of those? Uh, Many that, action film yeah. stars. Which one was uh, the professional to, uh, wrestler? Uh, right, right, right. Man, okay. Let's just go right, sly. Mm-hmm, sure. mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> that was just the whole Barnyard that? Symphony. Uh, who was that? Was Colin? that uh, Triple H? It's not Triple H. Mm. I was just going to say Arnold Schwarzenegger. Is not he was a professional uh, No, really, a, it's a person who's most closely identified with being a professional wrestler. There are certain, like, you know, Donald Trump was at WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, like, exactly. That's yeah, what yeah, I meant. Yeah. Like, right, right, he made right. an appearance. No, it's um, Stone, oh, Stone Cold, Cold Steve, Steve Austin. Austin. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Um, man on the Moon. Oh, man oh, on the yeah, Moon. Man. What movie is that? That was that? the, what movie the is Andy Kaufman one. Andy Kaufman. Yes. Oh, um, yes. Had a famous feud with a wrestler who oh, played himself himself. in the yeah. film. It's uh, Jerry Lawler. It is yeah. Jerry the King Lawler. Yes, huh. yes, yes. Predator. Colin. Jesse the Body Ventura. This is hey, Jesse hey, the Body hey, Ventura. Yeah. They live. Colin. Rowdy Roddy Piper. Rowdy Roddy wow. Piper. Indeed. May he rest what in is peace. They live? Is that a horror See, movie? John Carpenter uh, parody horror film. Yeah. Oh, okay. he's, yeah. He's got the glasses where he can see the, the secret the paranormal. mess. Yes. Right. Yes, right. yes, yes, okay. yes. Spider-Man. As in the first uh, Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. Oh. Colin. Uh, was that uh, Randy Macho Man Savage? That was Macho Man. Or sorry, Randy Macho Savage. Man Randy Savage <laughs> as Bonesaw <laughs> McGraw. Yeah. He played a oh, professional wow. wrestler named Bonesaw. Oh, I remember that. Yes. Cool. Um, Bonesaw. Really, really enjoyed himself. Yeah. Magic Mike. I knew that was Karen. Yeah. Kevin Nash. Kevin Nash yeah. was in Magic Mike. That's right. Uh, AKA Diesel, the Princess Bride. Oh. oh. Andre the Giant. Andre yeah. the Giant. We hardly knew ye. Okay. Finally. I'd be so impressed if somebody gets this, but I really just want to talk about this. Sure. The Godfather. Whoa. Hmm. They got you. You win automatically if you get this. So, so here's a question. question: Was this person a wrestler during like? Yeah. The, oh, okay. This was so, a this was a well known professional wrestler who then played a role in The Godfather. It was not Marlon Brando. It was not like Al Pacino. It was a it was a professional wrestler. Captain Lou Alvano. I wish he was in The Godfather. Wow. Okay, man, you gotta place this. What was Godfather? Nineteen seventy-two. Seventy-two. I will tell you, and I'll tell you the whole story. Oh. Karen. Vince McMahon. No. Oh. Okay. No, no, no. So, the gentleman's name is Lenny Montana. He is the he played Luca Brazzi in The Godfather. Oh. I don't know who that is. Um, uh, Don <laughs> I am honored you invite me here on the day of your daughter's wedding. Oh, that okay. guy. Okay. You're right. So he was a professional wrestler, yeah. very well known in the, in the NWA, you know, before, you know, in the, the, you know, fifties, sixties, um, 
after professional wrestling or possibly concurrent with professional wrestling, he actually did some bodyguard slash arsonist work for an actual mafia family. Um, and he, he talks about this. Um, he said that one of his technique was to uh, tie a tampon to a mouse, dip it in kerosene, light the tampon, and then let the mouse run through a building. To, to oh. set the building on fire. Yikes. Whoa. Yeah, Poor so mouse. Actual mafia arsonist oh. slash uh, professional wrestler. Wow. Uh, Lenny Montana played Luca Bread. That's, yes. Wow. Yep. Little helpful life hack from Good Job Brain. <laughs> yeah. The mouse, the tampon, and the kerosene. <laughs> Your life like will never be the same again. That's a, yeah. that's a readily available. Yeah, it's a BuzzFeed post. Like clickbait. You'll yeah. never believe you when we burn this house down. <laughs> Please <laughs> consult your local <laughs> ordinances first. Uh, yeah. Well, yes. Yeah. Yeah, oh my exactly. god. <laughs> no John Cena. Yeah, he was in Trainwreck. He was in Trainwreck. Yeah. That's true. Mm-hmm. And in a bunch there were, of... There, there, there were a like, lot of... Uh, many wrestlers have... Uh, MacGruber have had a couple... We saw MacGruber, MacGruber Yes, MacGruber yeah. was great. That was that had a whole sequence Big in which show. MacGruber assembled an Expendables-like group <laughs> of the most most baddest-ass dudes in the world and then accidentally blows them all up with homemade C4 <laughs> after the extended <laughs> montage of him assembling them. And it was guys like Mark Henry and uh, some other... Uh, some other was, they're all, they were all wrestlers. Nice. Nice. Well, I have a a quick quiz about fighting. Of course, first thing that came to my mind is uh, martial arts. I grew up with all the the gems of Chinese and and Hong Kong uh, action movies of martial arts. So, of course, I made a quick quiz um, about just random grab bag of Asian martial arts. Um, The movies or the actual martial arts? Everything but, uh, could be both. Oh, oh could be both. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, some Ninja Turtles in here too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that, tra- that traditional <laughs> Asian martial arts, sure, the sure. teenage mutant <laughs> Ninja, Ninja Turtles. Turtles yes. You know. Yes. Um, all right. I'm gonna have you guys. Let's do a write down quiz. I'm gonna have you guys write down these Farewell. answers. Oh, one more post it. You know, I almost I did. Um, you know how I, I used to do the thirty seconds on the clock challenge, where you try to list as many blank yeah, as I yeah, say. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, ah, I want to do a fighting games character one, and I was like, that's not going to be fair. It's not no. that's not going to be fair. It's going to be a Pokemon round <laughs> all right, over again. Right, right. Right. Yeah. Pooter, pooter, pooter. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Question one. So Shaolin, Shaolin Temple, one of the major base and school and a tradition of, of Kung Fu. And they had five original concept styles, styles of Kung Fu that were inspired by animals. Huh. Can you name all five? Whoa. If you watch Kung Fu Panda. Say, say it again. It's, it's. Five animal styles. Five animal styles yeah, of. Right. Of, of Shaolin style kung fu if you watch uh-huh. kung fu panda they actually have the characters the animal characters yeah. but but not all five of them are the five original there's only like one that i'm even partially confident. this style this style all right okay this oh that's right. good okay um five yes. five of them. all right there is one mythological animal right. but i'm sure you guys will get that <laughs> one mythological animal just oh, checking really? yeah i uh what was, Asian, I, what Chinese I, I mythical animal? Gotcha. Fishing. <laughs> Can you think of? Sure. It is. <laughs> yeah. It is the Sphinx. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> All right. Answers up. Chris. Uh, tiger, monkey, zebra, <laughs> ram, zebra doesn't ram China, zebra and then you talk about mythical animals, so put dragon. Dana? Uh, tiger, snake, crane, monkey, dragon. Oh, I have a tiger, snake, crane, water buffalo, and dragon. Oh, um, it is the five original. Okay. Uh, tiger. Okay. Leopard. Oh. Crane. Okay. Snake. Okay. And dragon. All right. Okay. So not monkey. Not monkey. So not monkey. But uh-huh. so so throughout the years and decades, and Shaolin Temple started in what the 1300s in the Ming Dynasty, a long time ago. So as that school progressed. Uh, there are more animal styles. There's deer style. There's monkey style. Oh, okay. Um, mm. um, and panda ex- style? There is actually no yeah. panda style. Oh. There is bear style, but no panda style. Huh. Oh, yeah. I actually had bear written down and I crossed oh. it out. Oh. But that's not one of the but original. But it's not one of the original. Yeah. Oh, I mean, okay. Now it's expansive list, but those are the five. Tiger, yeah. leopard, crane, snake, dragon, I and... there'd uh, be a lot of overlap between tiger and leopard. Yeah. And I think certainly if you're in America, born anytime in the last... 
35 years, you know Shaolin from either Kung Fu Panda or the Wu-Tang Clan. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. All right. We mentioned this on our last episode, but I'm going to ask it anyways. Uh, What movie released in 2010 caused some localization controversy due to its title? All right. Released in 2010, caused some localization controversy where? Due to its title. Uh, Just awareness. Just in general? Yeah. All right. Answers up. The Karate Kid? The Karate Kid. I wrote Kung Fu Hustle. I would have changed changed it to Karate Kid. It is the Karate Kid. Supposedly the the remake. The Jaden Smith, Jackie Chan version. Yes. Yes. The 2010 version. So it's called the Karate Kid. A remake of the original, the 80s Karate Kid with Ralph Macchio and uh, what's his face? Pat Morita. Pat Morita. Karate is Japanese. It is. And the new, yeah, the Jack Chan is Chinese. Also, the whole movie takes place in China. China. Where uh, Jaden does not practice karate, but practices kung fu. Yep. Yeah, that's why it was renamed in Japan as The Best Kid. And the Chinese title is uh, uh, Kung Fu Dream. Hey, there we go. Oh, that's a nice There we go. At at least it's accurate somewhere. Yeah, yeah, not in America. That's not accurate. But but, yeah, so yeah, karate... Japanese, Kung Fu, Chinese. There's, um, I watch a lot of Sesame Street now. I don't know if you guys know this about me, but I watch a great deal of Sesame Street. <laughs> Without they, your child. Without my child. Yeah, yeah. when he's home. And says, yeah. There's um, a Cookie Monster parody called The Biscotti Kid. <laughs> and they end it. And once he gets the, 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 the belt, which is a black and white cookie with a yin-yang symbol on it. <laughs> okay. At the end, they're just like, you are now known as The Biscotti Kid until someone replaces you in the sequel or the remake. Oh, wow. <laughs> I love Sesame Sassy. Street. Sassy. Oh, Sesame Street is pretty good. Sesame yep. Street is great. Karate, uh, fun fact, uh, originated in Japan, but uh, specifically in Okinawa. Hmm. Yeah. Um, in Okinawa. And it means That's where they go. empty orchestra. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's where they go in Karate Kid Part 2. They go to Okinawa. Uh, actually, means open, it means empty, empty hands. Yes, I know. Oh, yes, oh, okay. yes. That was. I was winking very hard, but yes, in case that didn't come across. Karaoke, yes. karate, yeah, empty, empty orchestra. <laughs> okay, I need you guys to detail detailed oh, okay. inventory weapons list of all four Ninja Turtles oh, okay. from the cartoon. Okay, it differs in the comic, uh, but tell me. How many of what weapon they have? Oh, I see, I see. Man. Whoa. Okay. Is it a pair or is it just one? Interesting. What do you call those forks? Just to brush up on our TMNT, there's Leonardo, there's Raphael, mm-hmm. there's Donatello, and there's a lovable Michelangelo. It's tough, it's tough. Uh-oh. Let's do a weapons inventory list. Oh. All right, answers mm. up. I'm just okay. gonna have you go. Okay, Donatello. He has a the bow or staff. One bow from Chris. Stick. One stick from stick. Dana. That's fine. That's fine. A bow one for Colin. Correct. Mm. He has okay, one right, okay. bow staff. Michelangelo. Nunchaku two. Nunchucks two. Uh, Raphael, he has... Stabbers. Stabbers. <laughs> Stabbers. Yeah, I'm going to go with that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but two sides. Yeah, pair uh-huh. of sides. Yes. All right, the tricky one, Leonardo. I He has a katana. I I put two because I thought he had two. Dana? Said blades. How many? Two. I put one sword, so I'm, I, uh-huh. can't, I have no wiggle room for myself. Right, yeah, Although yeah, I know yeah. traditionally they would have like a long sword and a I short sword. I don't know. I don't so, know. In, so in one version of the comics, there is a long sword and a, and a short sword. Yeah. Okay. The, the cartoon, he has two katanas. Uh, there. Right. And okay. if you, re- I mean, at first, it, you know, when I was thinking of blankly, I was like, ah, I think he has one katana. So but he has two. Two, uh, yeah, two crisscross uh, on his shell. Makes sense. Which yeah. is weird because his shell's curved. I don't, you know, <laughs> so Donatello has the one staff. Yeah. Yeah, so Donatello's yeah. the only one with one weapon. You're right, that doesn't make any sense. The shell's curved. The shell's curved, so how, so where the, how, have... do they, how are they crisscross on Yeah, them? exactly. Yeah. Underneath they would only, the shell. They would only tangentially meet the shell at, like, one point. And... At the top, and yeah. it just sticks out. Right. But yeah, doesn't yeah. make sense. It's super awkward to, like, get on the subway. All right. What if it goes inside the shell? Like, his back it, is not That's his body. The... Like, that's, no. He's going to slice his body. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A uh, bonus point, you don't have to write this down. Does anybody know Shredder's real name? Yes. What is it? <laughs> Chris is almost offended yeah. that you asked. Yes, I know. <laughs> Think about I, it. I have. I yeah. don't. I don't What's know. What's his name? Oroku Saki. Yes. Mm. 
right. Good job. I was going to say Gene. <laughs> and yeah. that's why he's so mad. It's a boy's he's name. Like, <laughs> Gene. Gene. All right. Gene. Okay, next Gene question. Shredder. In this Asian martial arts uh, grab bag quiz, Bruce Lee, famous icon. Yeah. Uh, what city was he born in? Bruce Lee. Hmm. Cultural icon helped popularize, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. bring the art of Kung Fu. Played Kato in Green Hornet. Okay. Uh, looks awesome in a yellow jumpsuit. Yeah. yeah. All right, here we go. Chris says Shanghai. Dana says San Francisco. Colin says San Francisco. It is San Francisco. Uh-huh. I yeah, like, I, couldn't, I knew he, think... he grew up in America, but I didn't know if he came over. Like born in America, um, mm-hmm. from very affluent and influential family. Spent when he did come back to America, he settled up in uh, Washington, in mm. the Seattle area, which is where he is buried. Huh. And he was a small-ish guy. He's right? a small guy. I mean, yeah. But then when you know he's in his little yellow jumpsuit or topless, you're like, wow, those are all muscles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are all all <laughs> muscles. Of course, he, the, his size is even like kind of exaggerated when he did that fight scene with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Right. Who's yeah. like, who's he's as long as his leg. Yeah. <laughs> all right, last question. Another celebrity, yeah, celebrity no. question. This is it. What celebrity couple, so two names I'm asking for. Okay. Hmm. Uh, she has a Taekwondo first stand black belt, and he has worked as a director and producer uh, once for a WWE. They now provide voices for the Star Wars animated series Rebels. They're Both celebrity of them. couple. Celebrity couple. They're married. She kicks ass because she's got a first stand black belt in Taekwondo. He kicks ass because he worked for WWE. And now they both work as voice actors for the same Star Wars show. Huh. Oh, wow. He was a wrestler or no? He worked Direct. as a director and producer. He's, director he's and not. Producer. He's a big fan. Big wrestling aficionado. Huh. Huh. No. Are these people you think I would know who they oh, are? Oh, yeah. Here's a clue. Really? There's a re- I mean, there's a really good reason why she has a black belt in Taekwondo. Very 90s centric couple. It's 90s. They met said. on a, they met because they were both in a movie in a 90s movie. Oh, All right, answers no up. Chris says Hillary Swank and Mr. Hillary Swank. I know. I like where you're going. Yeah, you're like, yeah. oh, you're she, like, there's a reason. She perfected her role or In, something. Indeed, yeah. Colin, I, I was put... going to go Hillary Swank and whoever she's married. I, I have nothing. <laughs> I, I, have, I have no good. Dana, yes. you so said. I was, that's why I was asking about the divorce. I was like, Jen, Jennifer Garner and Ben Affleck. Oh, from Daredevil, maybe? She, yeah. she was Electra. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 40. It is Sarah Michelle Gellar and Freddie uh, Prince Jr. Really? Huh. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yes, she has a first damn black belt in Taekwondo. I didn't know that. Uh, I didn't know he was a director. He is a big wrestling fan uh, and oh. worked for some of the, the pay-per-views and specials and directed oh. and produced a couple stuff. I think I knew that from you telling me Yeah, that. I think I've yeah. talked about this on the show ah. before. And funnily enough, they both are voice... Uh, he has a super major role in Rebels, which is the, the more recent um, Star Wars cartoon animated series and she is the seventh sister which is one of the guest characters I did not know so, that yeah so it's weird that they're both on yeah. and, and they were in what were they in together they I were know in, what you um, did last summer okay oh yeah she had a cameo on she's all that okay hmm. did she yeah she was in a lunchroom it was for one scene and she rolled her eyes and I only knew that because I saw that three days ago <laughs> okay well good job you guys let's take a quick break a word from our sponsor Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. 
visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. Welcome back. You're listening to Good Job Brain this week. We're talking about fighting, them fighting words. Uh, so, so that's funny you said fighting words because I actually have a quiz called Fighting Words. And it's it's about multiple meaning words. There are oh. a lot of slang words about fighting that are double lo- are loaded with lots of meanings. I'm going to give you a definition for the word and then you tell me what the fighting word is. All right. Got it. Okay. So for for example, yeah, give us, give us here's, an example. A, here's an example. A drink made with fruit, juices, sodas, spices, and sometimes liquor. Punch. Is a punch. Ah. Most of them will be easy. Okay. There's a couple weird ones. I was ones, thinking, I was like a sidecar? <laughs> you know, yes. No, no, no. Punch. Lightning round. We'll go fast. Okay. All okay. Right. Uh, a tough-skinned terrestrial mollusk. Tough-skinned terrestrial, terrestrial mollusk. mollusk. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Oh, a slug. Slug. Yes. yes. I was thinking, okay, some of the shell. I was like, conch. <laughs> yeah. The one Coconut the crab. <laughs> right. On the social networking site, Facebook attract the attention of another member of the site. Oh. Uh, Chris. Poke. Poke. Yes. A type of popular music of U.S. block origin in which words are recited rapidly and rhythmically. <laughs> Colin. Uh, rap. Rap. Mm-hmm. A garment for the foot. Oh. Karen. Sock. Sock. There you go. You got one. Socks <laughs> A short printed or written diagonal line, typically separating characters or figures. Uh, uh, Chris. Slash. Oh, but that's not the one I was thinking oh, of. I was thinking slash that's what too. I was thinking yeah. too. Read it again. A short, a printed, short printed or written diagonal line, line, typically separating characters or figures. Not slash. Um, uh, stroke. Oh, oh stroke. Yeah. Okay. yeah. A container with a flat base and sides. Uh, box. Box. Ah. <laughs> These are so silly. Cylinder. I, I, uh, yes, I was thinking cylindrical, too. Right, right. Yeah. I was like, a bowl? A device, typically flexible or worked by a spring for holding an object or objects together or in place. Colin. Uh, clip? Clip. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, sure. you clip somebody. Okay. The end part of a sleeve. Chris. Cuff. Cuff. An obstruction blocking a hole or pipe. Or something else. Blockage. Uh, plug? Plug. Oh. Nice. Last one. To play jazz or rock music in an unrestrained style. Karen. Jam. Oh. oh. That's not the one I was thinking of. But I don't good. think jam is fighting, though. To play jazz music in an unrestrained style. Style. Um, not riff, no. Yeah. Um, oh, scat, riff is good. <laughs> no, to play jazz music in an unrestrained style, um, it's not jam. You know, like those old-timey um, cartoons would talk about that sometimes. Like they talk in the old slang of the day. The yeah. Jive? It, no. Blow. Oh, to blow. Like to blow. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. Yeah, yeah. All right. That was good. Good job, you guys. That was good. So if you guys were to compile a who's hot list of the founding fathers today, uh-huh. right now, number one would probably go to Alexander Hamilton. Oh, really? Yeah. I think well, so. Well, who's hot right now? Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. I thought you meant like by looks. I was like, how do you guys, how do you guys know what they look like? Right. Yeah, he might be number one on that list. Yeah. Too. Popular. Yeah. Popular. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Got it. I really, I really, I, I was in my, my head yeah. wasn't hot or not. Yeah. But yes, in case you don't own a TV, read the news or know Karen Chu, uh, Hamilton, <laughs> the musical, uh, I think has made him pretty close to a household name again, uh, yeah. at least here. So Karen, I'm hoping as we go through this uh, segment here, you'll, you'll be able to back me up, fill in some details, oh, okay. because because I know that you are well acquainted with the Hamilton musical and that you've done a lot of what research. What is your segment about? My segment, know. I'm talking about one of the most important and consequential fights in American history. Uh, of course, the duel to the death between Alexander Hamilton and his rival Aaron Burr. The beef. Yeah. The beef. Quite that, a this, lot of beef. This, this was huge beef, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Alexander Hamilton, uh, in case you are unaware. Uh, He was not a president, but he was a very important figure in the early days of our country. Treasury Secretary, uh, founder of the Federalist Party. Uh, He's also on our $10 bill, Mm. although he didn't know that at the time. And importantly, he had a very, very extremely contentious history with Aaron Burr. 
did not like each other, rivals in every sense, undermining each other, backstabbing, mm. political scheming. They, of course, beef got to such a point that they had a duel shooting duel and alexander hamilton died from the injuries in that duel yes if you grew up in america uh in the early 90s you, you probably heard it in the got milk commercial the very yes. very famous the guy's eating peanut butter and there's a radio calling contest to identify the person who shot alexander hamilton but the guy yeah. is eating a peanut butter sandwich oh you couldn't say anything and he doesn't have any milk and he's just like oh, he's across from a picture of it in the library oh, right, like right, you can right, see yeah. it he's yeah, like yeah, yeah. And, I uh, think that was the first Got Milk commercial. Milk. Uh, I think it, it was. It may have been it the a first. Is it pre-celebrities? It was certainly yeah, yeah, there. It was, it was aired all the time. Yep. Yeah. I have to say, I'm a little ashamed how little I knew about this duel. I mean, ah. I knew it happened. Yeah. I, I, I knew that it was a big deal. And here's where I have to give you a little bit extra information. Karen, you know this as well. But I went to Alexander Hamilton High School. Like, you my, my oh, high wow. school was named after this man. Wow. And, and I have to tell you, like, they went all in on the theming. So, like, uh, our school paper was The Federalist. Okay. And wow. our, our mascot was The Yankees. And we had a little kind of like fighting fists up version maybe of Alexander Hamilton. He should have been at it with the gun. Right, right. Um, our LA. <laughs> it was so nerdy. Um, our honor society was called the Nevians. I don't even know. The Nevians. because oh, that's where he's because from. Because he was born on the island of Nevis. Yeah. Wow. And yeah, they were all in. Yeah. Hamilton, Hamilton, Hamilton. Wait, did you catch any of that like growing up? Oh, they had to explain to us why it was called oh, the Nevians. And, and, you know, they would go out of the way to give us a little bit of the Alexander Hamilton history. The, you know, I don't know if they either didn't tell us much about the duel or maybe I was just a high school like, kid whatever, not really yeah. paying attention. Yeah. So I fell into a rabbit hole about dueling and learned so many things that I did not know. Whoa. So, you know, rather than a quiz or a trivia history, uh, this segment is just called I can't believe I didn't know that. Um, <laughs> so these are some of the things. Karen, you may know these this from... This is how I felt yeah. about yeah. The, the molasses thing in Boston where right. the molasses like, massacre. Like, how I guess. have I not heard about uh, this? Yeah. Yeah. In my whole life. Why has no one told me... <laughs> So I'm going to give you just, just a little bit of the background on the beef, right? I mean, we could have a whole show on the beef between these two guys. But but in a nutshell, the major points are that they were rivals, Hamilton and Aaron Burr, in the early days under George Washington. And when there was a tie vote for president uh, between Thomas Jefferson and Aaron Burr, uh, Hamilton really pushed really hard to give the election to Thomas Jefferson. And Burr just really never forgot this. Yeah. Honor was insulted. They went to fight their duel. All right. Now we're getting to the sections here where it's like, I can't believe I didn't know this. All right. So uh, in 1804, they were both living in uh, New York at the time. They, on the morning of the duel, they rode across the Hudson River to Weehawken, New Jersey. Mm. Because... Because... Dueling was, was illegal, illegal in, in New York. York. It, of course. Of course. I right. can't believe I didn't Let's know this. Let's just throw a boat over there. Yeah. yeah. I, yep. love, I love on the one hand, like, the just the really kind of gentlemanly, high-minded approach to, oh, we have to obey the letter of the law here right, before we right. go and potentially blow each other's brains out. Yeah. wrote it, so well, we evil, honor it, right? Even though it was legal in, you know, New Jersey, like, they people who participated in the duel like the people the other people who were there you know a lot of people would sort of look the other way you know so they had plausible deniability that right. they could say oh i didn't see any duel right you have to have a second yes yeah. and then you, yep. and then you have a doctor on site and all of them for almost every duel that happens in New Jersey or outside of New York they turn their heads around so nobody Everybody saw the actual around. duel yeah yeah so yeah. no one can say who shot, you know, like, they, they can only deal with it when the gunshots were fired. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I had no idea about this level of the sort of wink, winking, you know, uh, yep. legal, not legal aspect of it. And for a lot of these duels, you would talk a big talk, and you would accept or challenge, uh, but your seconds sort of behind the scene are trying to sort of smooth things over. They're like, okay, we're gonna save face for you guys. Yeah. And if your seconds were unable to come to a, you know, a negotiation, you would, in fact, show up and do your duel. I had no idea about the protocol that went on with the like the steps of the right, dueling. You think about yeah. it as like, oh, they dueled, which means that they both. You, maybe maybe you've seen something in a movie where they you know turn a hundred, walk a hundred paces, then turn around and fire. Right. But it's not as if they just like 
turn on each other and then bang, 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 all the bullets. You know, you, <laughs> no, no, no. The whole thing. They yeah. come out and they have a predetermined distance yeah. that they measure off ahead of time. Mm-hmm. You basically, you stand at the distance and you get the command to go and you have some sort of options. Like you mm-hmm. can raise your weapon, you can fire. You know, if one person misses... It's up to you. You can basically forego your shot if you want to sort of take the high road, or you can go ahead and just open up at the That's other right, guy. Right, right, yep. I did not know how close together they were. They were... Ten paces away. Mm-hmm. Yeesh. That's uh, that's really? like thirty feet. Right, I mean, right. you could throw a rock and hit the other guy yeah. at that distance. I mean, I just imagined. I don't know what I thought. I guess I imagined like that there was some reasonable chance that, like, oh, you got to be a pretty good marksman to really have a chance of. But like, no, no, thirty feet away. Yeah. Those guns were pretty junky, though. Like, yeah, yeah true. Yeah. It was probably well. still difficult. I knew that they both fired together. Their seconds wrote on sort of an after-action report, and there's some dispute exactly over who fired first. There's some dispute exactly over what unfolded, but they each did get a shot off. Um, I didn't know that that Hamilton missed badly. He Uh, missed 12 feet above Aaron Burr's head. And there is some question about why and what happened here. So what have you guys heard about this? Well, that he could have, A, just totally missed him, or that, uh, B, he could have intentionally misfired as a way of trying to bring closure to the duel without anybody getting hurt. But we don't really know what he did. At least least some of his contemporaries believe that what happened is it is not uncommon for... First of all, they were using dueling pistols. These are pistols designed for dueling. It's Mm -hmm. not just whatever firearm you happen to have around. Mm -hmm. So it had kind of like a two-step trigger. So you can sort of like set it and then it's got a real simple touch to fire the shot. Mm -hmm. There's some speculation that perhaps Hamilton didn't realize or wasn't aware how easy it was going to be to fire that he may have just been raising his pistol and didn't mean to fire and that's why it was so far off it's also possible you know that thought maybe he got shot and then as he was falling fired his shot it's unclear but either way he missed badly yeah hamilton the musical like paints it one way it could be another way but from the musical what i learned alexander hamilton did grow up to become a great marksman yeah so for him to miss it is a little bit strange. Yeah, um, and, and this was not his first duel yeah, either. No. It, it wasn't. And so, yeah, so then that brings up the question: like, okay, so could Burr have spared Hamilton? Perhaps, like, if he, if you know, if the shot sails above his head, he could have maybe decided not to. He did not spare Hamilton. He shot him, shot him in sort of the lower torso area. The bullet lodged near his spine. Uh, he didn't die right away, but he was uh, mortally wounded. Yeah. Uh, the, the the next day after the shooting, uh, reportedly Burr said that he would have shot Hamilton in the heart if he'd been able to see better. But there was too much mist in the air. So, I mean, he was not yeah. he was not feeling, at least expressing any guilt the next day. But he's like, I wish I had killed him quicker. Mm-hmm. Some historians also say that he was trying to miss, but then it ended up hitting him. Right. Like, he was doing yeah. the same thing of, of firing away his but shot, accidentally but hit accidentally hit him. Um, who can and that, say? Who can say? And he yeah. also wasn't the best shot in, in his military career. Say- that he wanted to shoot him better than... I meant to do that? You're trying to save face at that yeah. point. The last thing you want to say to people as a politician <laughs> is, uh, yeah. uh, I was trying to miss, uh, but <laughs> yeah, I effed yeah, exactly. up, and, and I didn't like, miss him. No, actually, I have remorse for shooting him. Yeah, you know? just just go all in. You hit him and be like, uh, well, I mean, I wanted it. I mean, Some remorse might have been the smarter move for Burr. I mean, he, yeah. he in the long yeah, run, in yeah. the long run, he ended up not actually being punished, but he, he was, uh, he was uh, tried. He oh, was yeah. accused. Of, of, oh yeah, this yeah. destroyed his. It political absolutely career. destroyed his political yeah. career. It mm. surely did. And and as you alluded to, you're right. I mean, Hamilton, incontrovertible. The night before the duel, he wrote a letter, basically saying, "I don't want to duel. I I don't approve of dueling. It's against my morals." But I've got no choice. Like he's kind of boxed in. You know. Yeah. Here are two things that happened before the the duel that I think really informed this. And I'd never heard of either of these events. One. I did not, I can't believe I did not know (laughs) that three years before this duel, Hamilton's son Philip was killed in a duel defending his father's honor at the same place by a supporter of Aaron Burr. I also found out that 
Alexander Hamilton was involved in, if not the first, oh, one of scandal. one of the first sex scandals in in political history. This uh, is bananas. Amer- American. This history. blew my mind. Yeah, yeah sorry, American political yeah, yes. history. Yeah, I had no idea that he had a three year long affair with a young woman named Maria Reynolds. Her husband knew about the affair and blackmailed him, (laughs) blackmailed Hamilton, basically, (laughs) and Hamilton paid him hundreds and hundreds of dollars over the years. And still let the affair happen. And still let the affair happen. Maria and James Reynolds eventually divorced. Her attorney... Aaron Burr. Aaron Burr. Yeah. Yeah. It was just, these guys were on, I think, just a collision course toward each other. All of these things make this event much more fascinating than I ever thought it was. You thought it was just two dudes on a hill? You know, I mean, I knew that dueling was, once upon a time, a respectable way to settle matters of honor. It's like such a waste. It's so frustrating. Yeah. Like... Oh my God. No, but I, I, it, at that time, they knew too. I mean, this wasn't like you're dueling with your glove and you throw it on the ground yeah. and you have swords and you stab each other. Like, mm. you know, most duels never made it right. to the pistol. It's right. true. They, it's talk, true. Talk, talk, all of the motions. All right, whatever. And we you can know. both agree yeah. that we're both going to save face because of something that happened and you fired in the air and I fired yeah. in the air. And, yeah. You know. yeah. And it's the weird to like, think, yeah, in the, in the late 1700s, early 1800s, that like dueling is still a thing. Yeah. It just seems... Yeah. Yeah, and and they knew it too. Like you calling it barbaric or whatever, but they still did it because of tradition. Right. Yeah, just it's like you didn't become president because not enough people like you. Get over it. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. Talk yeah. Smack because <laughs> you are like worthy of smack talk. You're terrible. Yeah. Get out of here. Right, right. <laughs> so in Colin's notes for this topic, uh, one of the things was animal fighting, and he was like, "Well, that's not great because then all the animals die." It it took me a while to find a a cool animal fighting thing that is nice to the animal and nice to the humans and just a, a huh. awesome spectacular uh, a spectacular event. All a right. spectacle. Wonderful. Feel yeah. good. Feel yeah. good. It is feel good. A lot right. of these things are not feel good, but it's I found true. this one feel good. It reminds me of real life Pokemon. <laughs> Let me tell you, I found this found out this thing called the spider derby. <laughs> where they instead of you know like cockfighting or dogfighting it's spider fighting oh jeez okay. yeah but it's 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 spider versus spider um, okay it's practiced in a lot of asian cultures hmm. okay. but in the japanese culture explicitly what you call the kumo gasen i don't know okay spider fight spider fight yeah. um <laughs> is an annual traditional event in a city in in a town called Kajiki in Japan, they do it every year for the past 400 years. Okay, it's an old ritual and tradition. What it is, it is spider fighting. But these spiders are like celebrities, and they're <laughs> beloved, and oh. all the kids love them, and oh. people have them as pets. These spiders are called are are called samurai spiders. There's like this whole kind of like revered uh, revered sense of these spiders. Like they're respected. They're huh. samurai spiders, and they're probably as big as half of your hand. Um, and they're quite beautiful. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure if you're scared of spiders, wow. it's kind of scary. Uh-huh. Um, they're black, and they have a beautiful like yellow and white striping on their on their oh. belly on their hmm. abdomen. Every year. The kids would bring their spiders, or families, or grown-ups would bring their beloved spiders for for the spider fight. And what happens is the fighting portion it's it's actually pretty simple. So the, there's a judge who's in traditional Japanese dress. Okay. There is a horizontal wooden stick. So one spider would be on one end, the other spider would be on the other end. The judge will use his hand and kind of cover up uh, in between so that the spiders <laughs> don't, can't see the spiders can't see each other. <laughs> then, you know, all pomp and circumstances are like, whoa. And uh, he moves his hand and the spiders see each other. And then the winner is the first one to uh, wrap th- their silk around the other one's abdomen. Whoa. Um, if so, say one spider spins the web around the other abdomen and that, sp- that trap spider cuts the, the silk, uh-huh. then that spider wins because it escapes. Uh-huh. If one spider flees, then they just flee, and the other spider automatically gets a win. So it's very loose and simple <laughs> rules. Yeah. Now, are they? Um, is this natural behavior, or they do? They're they're, wow. they're web spinning female okay. spiders. They're a little bit more aggressive than their male c- counterparts. However, this is the key thing: the judges are super careful to ensure that they're not injured. Mm-hmm. That the spider fights, they stop before anything happens. Throw in or, the towel. 
Yeah, or they'll rule one winning spider before anything goes south. So, yeah. so the spiders are alive because they're kids' pets. Yeah, because they're pets. Be and 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 seriously, like I was looking through uh, pictures of this this festival or this event. They're like kids who like draw pictures with crayons and they love their spiders it's so it's so cute and they're like you know the pride of their town and at the end they would have like different award they have award ceremony for like best spider or or you know the round robin tourney whoever wins the tournament and they get like a big giant best little, newcomer yeah, yeah rookie, rookie spider and it reminds me totally of pokemon because the thing is in pokemon the, the monsters battle each other the monsters never die they get mm. tired Okay. Right. So even right. if you defeat one monster, it just goes back to its ball and it's tired and you have to go, you know, uh, yeah. uh, go to the Pokemon Center and revive them or, or get them healthy or whatever. No spider dies at the hand of another spider or the human. I can't say the same for the other spider derbies I've read about. Uh, usually it's fight to the death. And I'm not a big fan of spiders, but after seeing this, I was like, oh, that's kind of that's kind of cute. I wouldn't want to hold one in my hand, but I think I I could appreciate this. Yeah. So some some happy. Do you know thing. what like what's the lifespan of one of these spiders? Like, can you oh, be I'm like sure the, the grizzled veteran mm. of yeah. three <laughs> battles? Yeah. yeah. These spiders sometimes they're like they're, they're just caught. You can buy them, but it's not like a special you know breed that you no got the pedigree. Invest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's no paperwork uh, for the lineage of, of the <laughs> yeah, spiders. Yeah. Oh, sired by this champ- yeah, champion. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Champion. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, Spider lays so many eggs yeah. for so many spiders. Oh, all right. And that's our show. Thank you guys for joining me. And thank you guys, listeners, for listening. I hope you learned a lot of stuff about Hamilton, about fighting words, about wrestlers, uh, martial arts, and more. You can find our show on iTunes, on Stitcher, on SoundCloud, on Spotify, and also on our website, goodjobbrain.com. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute.